Welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And however and wherever you may be listening or watching, we're so glad you're tuned in today. Uh, thanks for joining us here at On The Way, where we like to say you're on the way somewhere. You That's might right. be on the way to work. You might be on the way home from work as you're listening to this. You might be on the way to the grocery store. You might even be on the way to church, Pastor That's Jeff. right. Yeah, because this is airing on a radio station on Sunday morning. Yes, yeah. we air uh, live on a radio station on Sunday morning. And you might be watching on your favorite uh, YouTube channel, hopefully, which is us, or uh, also <laughs> your uh, uh, Facebook. You might be joining us on Facebook, however, wherever. We're glad you're tuned in today. We'd love to hear from you. We love emails from our listeners and our wa- uh, viewers at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. <laughs> well, Pastor Jeff, we started last week on the podcast talking about how to be strong for God. Yeah, yeah. We remember we had challenged our listeners and, and viewers to uh, throughout the summer to grow in God. Yeah. And as you started back into school, start back into your regular routine, uh, which uh, is coming up real quick. Man, fall and all <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is just here. Yeah. yeah, but as we start into that, it's important for us to not just have grown in God, but also to take that in, in and make it practical in our life and, and experience that in our workplace, in our school, and to be strong in the Lord. And we kind of have come out of uh, Colossians chapter 3. And last week we talked about a few things, and, and today we're going to talk about a few more out of that passage. Yeah, I remember back in high school when I was uh, in athletics, and we would be lifting weights because we uh, wanted yeah. to be strong, yeah, you right. know. And one <laughs> of the things that the coach would always yell is, be careful. You know, oh, okay. be careful when you're lifting weights. Make sure you have someone spotting you. Uh, yeah. Make sure that when you're done, you are careful to re-rack the weights, right? To, to be careful. And and last week, Colossians 3 said we have to be careful where we look, mm. and we have to be careful what we wear, some qualities. Uh, Paul in uh, chapter 3 of Colossians talks about how we put on certain qualities and we take off certain qualities. Mm. And then in chapter 3 in verse 15, he says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. I like that where he says, you've been called to peace. You know, there's so much in our world today, Pastor Jeff, that wants to steal our peace. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I love in this passage, especially what you just read, is let the the peace of Christ Mm. rule. Like, it wants to. You just got to let it. (laughs) Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart and peace really is something that we've been looking for for years especially yeah i mean nations are looking for peace uh corporations are looking for peace because of the great resignation they call it and you know so many employees are leaving and new ones they're trying to onboard maybe you're looking for peace in your family peace in your family your relationships with your with your immediate family i know there's conflict in my family right yours as well sure we all have that and so we're all longing for that peace And, and and I think I love the illustration. It reminded me of uh, Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20 where Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. And mm. I've often used the illustration. It's almost like there's only a handle on one side of the door. Mm. And we have to open the door and let him in. And yeah. when it comes to letting his peace, uh, let the peace of Christ rule 
in your hearts. Uh, mm. And when I'm going to have it, I, I have to let it rule. Now, how is it going to happen? I think he tells me in the verse, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. So the first thing mm. I've got to make sure that I'm a member of the family of God. I'm right. part of his body. Yeah, yeah. And if you're a member of the family of God, that means that you're not alone. Right. You know, we're we're affiliated with the SBC of Virginia. Right. And their motto is you are not alone. And and it's a great motto really. Right. When you think about it because we don't like to be alone. I think that's what was so hard on us during uh the pandemic when yes. when we were closed down, you couldn't go around your people that you loved and the the community that you had built we're not built for isolation. Right. We are made for relationships. Right. First and foremost, a relationship with God mm. through Jesus. But then we're made for relationships with one another and the connections that, that form yeah. friendships and relationships that develop. So he said, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And, and mm. I think we've got to understand sometimes the enemy, Satan, wants to tell us, you're all alone. Nobody has it as bad as you. Nobody understands. And then he whispers that, you know, God has forgotten about you. (laughs) But if you're a Christian, you have the peace of Christ. And if that's the case, then why do I think like no one cares? Why do Mm. I think like Mm. God has forgotten about me? I think that key word is the word rule. I've got to let the peace of Christ actually rule. I have the peace of Christ as a Christian, but I've got to let it have control. I've got to let it rule in my life. Yeah, and also the idea of being called. Mm. You know, if God is calling you to something, then that means God has a plan. He's not calling you into to a an ethereal, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, mystified land. He's calling you to a place where he knows what's going on. I mean, so, God is not like Star Wars. May the force <laughs> be with you. No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, but no, not really. I am a Star Wars fan, though. But, you I know, know that's so, why I threw that in there. Right? Yeah. 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 So no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> but you know, the idea that God is calling us to this peace. Uh, indicates that God has a plan. And if God has a plan for us and he's calling us to a specific thing, that means that he has not forgotten us. We're not alone. Yeah. You know, when we're really hurting, I know as pastors, one of the, it just seems like we deal with people. They're always hurting. I mean, they're going through it. They're, they might be hurting physically as a result of a surgery or a diagnosis. They might be hurting with a relationship. Mm. And one of the things I know that we always try to remind them is that, that God knows that God cares and that God is aware Yeah, that God is aware of what's happening in your life. And I've got to have an attitude uh, of peace. Mm. You know, Jesus said it this way in John chapter 14 and verse 27, peace I leave with you. Mm. My peace I give you. I don't give to you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Mm. Uh, I've got to, I've got to understand though, before I can have the peace of God, I've got to have peace with God. Mm. And that's made possible through a relationship with with Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's kind of like what you've you've said many times that whatever situation you're in in your life, whatever is coming into your world, it, it has not 
caught God unawares. Mm. <laughs> you know, that you say that there's never been an emergency meeting of the Holy Trinity. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> God's not up in heaven going, oh, oh my goodness, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I didn't what know am that. I go- what am I going to do now? <laughs> God knows. God cares. God is aware of your situation. And, and sometimes we have to approach that situation with an attitude of peace that we might not actually have at the mm. moment, but we will receive. You know, it's yes. it's almost like the... What's that statement? Fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes there is an an element of, especially in my life, where I'm, I'm almost pretending, until it becomes a reality in my life. And, and that's part of it. Maybe another illustration is the duck. Yeah. You know, uh, underneath the water, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're yeah. paddling for everything they got. Right. Above the water. It's real calm. Calm. Yeah. And, and maybe that's a maybe a different way to look at it. There's parts of my it life. might be a better way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> there's parts of my life that, man, there's a lot going on. And I feel sure. like I'm paddling with everything I got. Yeah. But because I have Christ in my heart, mm. I know that I can tap into the peace of God. And because of that, from the outsider's perspective, they can see that there's a calmness and a serenity. And when we get back after the break, we're going to dive a little bit more into how to be strong for God. We'll be right back after this short break. Have you been enjoying On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff? If so, then feel free to check us out wherever you listen to your podcast for more episodes. For any more information, please check out our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org slash OTW, or you can send us an email at OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. That's OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. Now back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On The Way. I'm Pastor Jeff here with Pastor Kevin, and we are continuing our our discussion of how to be strong for God. And uh, all of these are coming from an idea of be careful. Mm. Uh, we talked last week, be careful where you look. You got to look inward and upward and, and forward. Uh, be careful what you wear. There's things Paul tells us in Colossians 3 that we put on and we put off of our, our spiritual nature. And then now we're talking about today, uh, be careful what you think. Uh, because it's important, and First Corinthians or Second Corinthians chapter ten tells us that we should take every thought captive oh, wow. to make it obedient to Christ. What that tells me is that this isn't something that comes naturally, right? You know, it, it, it requires some effort on us. Yeah, that, on that our verb part. "take" yeah. you know is an action verb, right? You do it. Yeah, you, you gotta take yeah. every thought captive. It it yeah. won't naturally happen. But as we're talking about this, you know, we're talking, you know, God knows what's going on in our life. He cares. He's aware. And and when we have that kind of confidence, we can have an attitude of peace. And that's not, you know, sitting in a, <laughs> with your legs crossed and, you know, fingers om. You know, it's not clearing your mind of of that. What, what I think is interesting about that is those religions tell us to clear our mind of everything. Right. And, and God tells us to fill our mind. Yes. Isn't that cool? How yeah. God says, fill your mind with the good things and right. think about these things. So after we know the peace of God, because we've had a relationship with God and we have the peace of God, then we can have an attitude of thankfulness yeah. along with our attitude of yeah. peace. Not 
uh, yeah, we should have an attitude of thankfulness, yeah. not just the fourth Thursday of November. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're really thankful for that because <laughs> everyone loves turkey. Right. Right. right? But uh, Paul continues in this verse 15. He says, you know, let the peace of God rule in your hearts and be thankful. Yeah. And I think that is so in some ways it's difficult for us, especially as us as Americans, we we have this in this this entitlement mentality oh, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And it's hard for us to be thankful. Right. Uh, we think, well, you know, if you want something done right, do it yourself, right? You yeah. know, uh, you know, we. I've never said that yeah. ever. <laughs> never, never heard Pastor Jeff say that ever. Uh, so, you know, somebody. Uh, it really comes down to having a spiritual attitude. Right. I remember years yeah. ago I'd heard somebody say that um, your attitude, not your aptitude, mm. will determine your altitude. Oh. So let me break that down for you. Yeah. Your Attitude, not your aptitude, not your intelligence, not your smarts, not your intellect. Your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your spiritual altitude. Mm. You know, again, the verse you read in Corinthians, so much, anything I do, good or bad, starts as a thought. That's true. And so I've got to take that thought captive. And what my attitude, what I think can make a difference in my life. It will make a difference in my family. It will make a difference in my workplace and in my church. And quite frankly, you can't really make a difference. You can't live out the great commandment, love God and love people, if your attitude's always grumpy and and, and you're always harsh and you're always sharp <laughs> and you're always stressed out so much. Mm. Those are symptoms that the peace of Christ is not ruling in your heart. Yeah, well. Kind of stepping on my toes a little bit there, Pastor Kevin. <laughs> well, and I think it leads into what Paul says next then, so be careful what you do. Mm. He, he says, yeah. you know, yeah. be careful what you do. And in verse 16 and 17, he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. He talked about the peace of Christ. Now he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And then he wraps it up. And whatever you do, <laughs> whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Yeah. So, again, he's telling us to be thankful. And here is he's telling us, no matter whatever we do, do it with an attitude of gratefulness. Be careful what you do. And so I think the first thing we need to remind people is God expects us to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't please God doing nothing. That's true. You know, we hear the the phrase, you know, you got to rest and wait on the Lord. Right. Well, that's that's it's different than just sitting around doing nothing. Right. It's not a passive waiting. It's an active waiting, which is sometimes hard for us to comprehend. And and Paul makes this this kind of a analogy of a ship. A sailing boat, a vessel with a sail that, you know, you can sit in the harbor with that sail down and move that rudder all day long, and that boat's not going to turn around. Mm -hmm. But the minute you put that sail up and that wind catches that sail and it starts moving in any direction, you move that rudder just a little bit, and it changes the direction of that ship. And so it's much easier, I think, for God to direct us in our life and to show us 
in our life what to do if we're doing something, if we're moving in a direction. I've got a great illustration for this, Pastor Jeff. I knew you would. You, you it's know setting that, you up. I appreciate it's that. It's an acrostic. It's not an acrostic. Oh. I'm so disappointed. We haven't had one of those in a while. I know. But, <laughs> you know, I don't have a lot of hobbies in my life. But one of my hobbies <laughs> is that I have an old beat-up Sea-Doo that I like riding. Yeah. And I do know that I've ridden on that. You have you. ridden on that. I've thrown you off I, my sea doo before, but when you're made riding, sure I had a, a wheel after I was done. With <laughs> when you're riding a sea doo, the sea doo will not turn unless you're giving it throttle. Correct. Unless you're moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And there are some obstacles we need to maybe watch out for as we're riding our sea doo on the lake or in a river or what have you. As we're going through life, there's some obstacles we need to watch out for, right. but we've got to be moving forward with God. We've got to be growing in God, and we're all on the way somewhere. Yeah. And so how do I do that? How Look what he says. Take action. Do something either by talking, he says word, or by acting, deed. <laughs> Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, right? I mean, yeah. he talks about word and deed. And, and, and so I've got to take action, do something. So let the word uh, – somebody said once that faith is like a muscle. You mm. know, the more I use it, <laughs> the more it grows. Right? Yeah, it's true. It, it's kind of uh, – you know, I think back to my music uh, when I was in the orchestra in Winston-Salem in North Carolina. Played trumpet in the symphony there for a while, and uh, um, we did a lot of sight reading. Mm. And it was difficult. Yeah. But the more you did it, the easier it became because you just kind of got used to that. And it, it's just like faith. It's a muscle. It's something that you have to put into practice and you have to act on it. And you might fail. You might fall in that a little bit the first time. The second time, you might go a little longer and not fall. But that eventually, that faith becomes really strong. And Jesus says it only takes a little bit. Mm. It takes the faith of a mustard seed, he says, to even move a mountain. So, you know, we just need to work on that a little more, to work on having that faith. And the more you use it, the more it grows. Right. To be careful what we do implies mm. we have to do something. Right. Again, we can't, we can't <laughs> please God by doing nothing. Too many people think, well, you know, the monks up in the mountain in the monastery that are really doing nothing – they're yeah. the ones that are really pleasing God. Actually, the Bible says just the opposite. Yeah. The Bible says faith is a action verb. It's not passive. It is something yeah. we do. It, it, it implies action. And so to please God, I've got to be careful what I do. And when we come back after this short break, we're going to talk about maybe five ways right out of this text how I can be strong for God and grow my faith like a muscle. We'll be right back after this short break. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We'd love to invite you to Fincastle Baptist Highlands Campus. We are excited for you to join our church family. With programs and events for men, women, kids, youth, and the general church, you are sure to find a place to belong and feel connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for a biblical time of lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our main services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. 
On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fincastle Students Ignite happens. This is a great time of fellowship, games, and study in God's Word. There are a lot more events happening at Fincastle Baptist, and for more information, visit us at www.fincastlebaptist.org highlands. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. Again, we're continuing our discussion, how to be strong for God. And we were just before the break, Pastor Jeff, we said right out of this text in really verse 16 of Colossians 3, we see five ways that we can grow our faith like a muscle. Mm -hmm. the, the more I use it, the more it'll grow. Mm -hmm. And look at verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. That implies that I have to grow. To grow and be strong for God means I have to let the word of Christ in my life. I've yes. got to spend time, yeah. a quiet time, a daily devotional time, whatever you want to call it. Right. I've got to go right. to church. I, I, I've got to, got to make sure that I get the word <laughs> of Christ in me. Yeah. And the second thing he says is to uh, teach and admonish each other. That's... That's giving out. That's right. serving. Yes. Doing something for someone else. It's not always about you, but really your spiritual growth, one of the marks that you can tell uh, if you are growing spiritually is you begin to serve others. Yeah, I know that like this past summer at Vacation Bible School, and I see think of all the volunteers that we have. Right. I, I think of every yeah. Sunday in church, all the people that serve behind the scenes. Mm, yeah. I, I think of people right now while we're doing this podcast, the people that are going to serve behind the scenes that are operating this camera, that will edit this, that will do all the things right, that, yeah. that, that make it where it can go out in a production value on the radio and right. stuff we're like that. We're just the on-air talent. Yeah, we're yeah. the on-air. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's all we are. But I mean, yeah. And some might question that. <laughs> right, some, some definitely. And then this third point, he says, I'm going to grow. If I'm going to grow, this might be a little controversial. As you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude mm. in your hearts to God. If I am going to be strong for God, the Bible over and over talks about the importance of singing. Yeah. Now, it doesn't say that we have to have great ability to <laughs> sing like me. You have great ability to sing. God has gifted you musically. with. A it doesn't say it voice. has to sound good. It does say it has to. He says, make a joyful noise. And I do <laughs> that, that all like the time. It yes. is a noise. Amen. So, yes. and, and so, but it's interesting. We don't often think of that. And mm -hmm. we also don't think of the different types of music that are mentioned right here in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people think of, you know, a lot of the things that people disagree about and sometimes tend to argue about in the church is the type of music <laughs> to sing. Yeah. And here Paul is saying there's psalms, there's hymns, and there's spiritual songs. Yeah. So you, you know what that means. And I'm just going to say this because I came from a from – a, you and I both came from real strict, uh, you know, fundamental, independent, never varying a bit, right down the line, KJV-only Baptist churches, right? Right, right. <laughs> That was us, you know, and we sang yeah. out of the, the great hymns of the faith, you know, right. the, the Red Broadman hymn book, you know, right. that was what we sang out of. But what I see here and what we see in Revelation when we see the picture of a worship service in heaven is blended worship, right. really. We see different types of music. In Revelation, they sing an old song and they sing a new song. And and sometimes the Bible talks about sing a new song. To the exactly. Lord. Yeah. And, and what I always think about is you know, 
everything that the great old hymns of the faith were once new songs. They were, yeah, you, you yeah. know. <laughs> and so the point is, what you said, we see all three here. Yeah, we see psalms. Most people, it might surprise them to know that the majority of the psalms were songs. Yeah, and they were written the that way so people could remember. Right. It was the Old Testament hymn book. Yeah. Then exactly. there's hymns. And then there's spiritual songs, which we might call praise courses today or praise and worship music today. We see all of them. The point is, I've got to sing in order to grow in God. That's right. To be strong for God, I need to sing. Right. So being strong for God is going to show itself in your growth. You're going Mm -hmm. to grow. Uh, You're going to let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. You're going to serve other people. You're going to worship Mm. But, you know, one of the things that we've kind of skipped over right before mm. we got to the worship is it says teaching and admonishing one another. Yeah. So it, you're fellowshipping with each other. You're you're attending church. You're faithful in that. You're going and being there with other believers. Right. I know sometimes it frustrates us both as pastors when someone says, well, I just don't feel like I'm growing in my faith. Right. And you say, well, I haven't seen you in church in two months. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, it's very yeah. frustrating because obviously the Bible talks about the one another's over and over again. Yeah. We're to serve one another. We're to love one another. We're to care for one another. We're to pray for one another. Mm. We're to encourage one another. Uh, so many times the Bible talks about being together. As you said earlier, we're not alone. We were built for relationships. We were built for community. We we were built for connections. We were built to fellowship together. It's actually one of the purposes of the church is mm. to fellowship together, to have yeah. people in my life during the good times and the not so good times of life. Yeah. And that's what Hebrews tells us is to not mm. forsake that. Don't, don't, don't not come. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to just say it differently. Yeah. Come, <laughs> be there. Uh, so we're talking about growing, serving, fellowshipping, worshiping. What's the fifth one? And he says, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, mm. do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I've got to give. Right. You know, I've got to give my words. Mm. I've got to give my actions. I got to give my time. I got to give my energy. I got to get involved. And I need to give back a tithe to God, give offerings to God. Whatever I do, whether word or deed, uh, do it all in the name of the Lord. Giving thanks to God. I, I, if I'm going to grow, I've got to give. Mm some things to God. That's right. Yeah. And as we do this, we said, first of all, you've got to be careful what you do and mm. you've got to do something. You're right. right. You've got to take action. Take action doing through doing something. something. But at the last part of this verse 17, it says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Mm. So we don't do this in our own strength. I mean, we're not, it's not a determination on my part that I'm going to grow, serve, fellowship, worship, and give. This is something that flows out of another power that flows through us. And I'm not talking about the force, like you right. mentioned earlier. In the, right. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. And we do this through Jesus Christ, through his power working in us. Yeah, I like how he says, through the name of the Lord. Do it all in the name of the Lord Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. You know, 
there's power in the name of the Lord. There's forgiveness yeah. in the name of the Lord. There's deliverance in the name of the Lord. There's hope in the name of the Lord. There's healing in the name of the Lord. There is security in the name of the mm. Lord. The, the old, old song, there's something <laughs> about that name. I was thinking of... There is strength in the name of the Lord. Yeah, I, I mean that song while you were. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and so many times the people in Bible days revered the name of the Lord, perhaps even a little bit more mm. than we do. Oh, so yeah. as you go through your day today, as we bring our broadcast to a close, let us to let us encourage you to honor the name of the Lord, to hold on to the name of the Lord, and right. that whatever you do whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You're on the way somewhere today. Our heart's desire and our prayer for you is that you'll be on the way to heaven because we're reminded there is a way. John chapter 14 says, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And once we have a relationship with him and once we've established that with him, we want to get strong for God. We we don't want to be a weak Christian. And we would love to help you in that. If we can help you in any way, please send us an email. Thanks again for listening. It would mean the world to us if you would rate, review, and share this broadcast or video. Thanks again for listening. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On the Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash on the way. Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for joining us while you are on the way.